So for today, I thought we would address a couple of questions that have come across since we've started doing the videos. One of those questions involves the issue back that we talked about uh, several the last several weeks about the nature of the law and its connection to the New Testament believer. And one thing that comes up from time to time is the issue of tithing. And someone actually posted online, it's like, well, if tithing's not still in play in the New Testament, why does Paul appeal to it in two different locations? And one of those locations, I'll just cover one of the two, the other one's in Timothy, but one is in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, where Paul is talking about, it's kind of an interesting text anyway, because you have these super apostles that have emerged in the Corinthian church. They're getting paid big money to be apostles. And in fact, they use that against Paul and Barnabas because Paul's not getting paid. And they're like, well, he's like a volunteer and I'm like a paid staff member. And they were using this against Paul. And Paul in this 1 Corinthians 9, he's talking about the fact that I could have taking a salary, but I chose not to for the good of the church. I didn't want anyone at the church saying I was taking money from them, and I wanted to just focus on ministry. So he was doing tent making, as you know, in Corinth, and then eventually gets to a place where he can, uh, someone else is supporting him, and he can focus just on ministry, but he never takes a salary from the church. But he, he makes the case that it, it would be okay if he did. And here's what he says. He says, or do only Barnabas and I have no right to refrain from working? In other words, they're, they're working in order to support their ministry in Corinth. These other people are getting paid, and they say, well, we're super apostles. They're just regular apostles. And he says, who at any time serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and doesn't eat its fruit? Or who tends a flock and does not consume some of the milk of the flock? In other words, he's saying the natural law of life is the person working gets some benefit or pay for that work. And then he says this. He says, I'm not just asserting these things according to human judgment, am I? Or does the law not say these things as well? So now, here's an appeal to the law. You can say, okay, well, then he this is tithing. He's going to refer to tithing. But his referral is not to the sections on tithing. There's a few sections in Leviticus. There's a few in Deuteronomy. But he doesn't appeal to any of those. Instead, he says, for it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle the ox while it is threshing. His point from the law is not some legal writing on the wall that's required, but instead the broad principle. You don't do this even to an animal. Who would treat an animal this way? And so the idea is that Paul actually doesn't appeal to tithing when it comes to giving to support ministers. He appeals to the broader principle that if you're receiving benefit from someone, there should be fair compensation. Even if you're receiving benefit from an animal and it's hard work, there's a fair compensation there. And in fact, it's ironic and striking that Paul does not appeal to sections about tithing. That quotation comes from Deuteronomy uh, Deuteronomy chapter, I think it's 24, but anyway, it's not a section on tithing at all. It's a section about very various sundry laws that uh, Moses is giving to the people. And that's the quote Paul draws from. It's Deuteronomy 14 and sections in Leviticus that have the tithe in it, not the chapter that Paul refers to when he quotes, you shall not muzzle the oxen while it is threshing. And so to me, this is an even greater sign that the law is not obligatory to the believer. Because if it were, Paul would have appealed to tithing and the legal requirement of tithing. Instead, when he makes this appeal about supporting the church, he makes an appeal to the statement about farmers treating their farm animals with proper respect. And so to me, this notion that uh, Paul, by quoting from the Old Testament here, saying the law says this, even the, even the Mosaic law says this, um, he, this is what Paul says, God is not concerned about the oxen alone, is he? Or is he speaking entirely for our sake? Yes, it is written for our sake, 
Because the plowman ought to plow in hope, and the thresher ought to thresh in hope for the sharing of crops. If we sowed spiritual things in you, is it too much to reap material things from you? If others share the right over you, we do not uh, more. Nevertheless, we did not use this right. And Paul says, we could have, and it's just the law of nature. Like, this is the way things work. When people work hard, they should be compensated. An animal works hard. The farmer should take care of them. And so Paul's appeal to the law was not tithing or this uh, kind of uh, mosaic requirements that are uh, driven around giving towards the support of priest or priestly ministry. Instead, Paul's appeal is from nature itself, which is the way he's appealing throughout. Because remember, in verses uh, 7 and 8, he says, uh, a soldier works, doesn't pay his own expenses. The one who plants a vineyard, he gets to reap, reap some of his fruit. None of those are Old Testament ideas. These are just general appeals to nature. And so when he quotes this Old Testament text, it's an appeal to nature. And so sometimes I'll hear this. Uh, I think someone posted on Facebook in a response to what I had said about these things, made the appeals like, no, the tithe's still in effect because Paul appeals to the Old Testament tithing law. And my answer back is no, it does not. Paul does not appeal to Old Testament tithing law. Quite the contrary, he appeals to natural law that's built into the Old Testament law when it comes to farmers and the way they treat their farm animals. And Paul's statement is just simply saying, it's written in the law that God is saying, anyone who works or labors should be protected by those who benefit from their labor. We even do that with the animals. Surely we would do that with the apostles. Now, ironically, Paul then turns around and says, but we have chosen to take none of those benefits. We have chosen to not do any of those things. So Paul says, could have taken a salary, I didn't. Even the laws of nature say it would be right to take a salary, but I didn't because I, I chose to take none of those things so that it would never be a stumbling block in my ministry in Corinth so that no one could ever say, Paul's just doing this for the money. Paul's only doing this for the income. Paul said, I didn't ever want that accusation, so I turned it down even though the very laws of nature itself that come from God himself say that I could have taken a salary. So it's kind of interesting. The person making this comment that Paul appeals to the Mosaic laws of tithing in order to make his case here is just not accurate. It's pulled from a totally different text, from a totally different background, has nothing to do with tithing in that text at all that Paul's quoting. It's instead from a broader issue of the laws of nature. So the Old Testament tithe is no longer obligation. The concept of giving still is. If you receive spiritual benefit, you receive benefit from the ministry of the church, receive benefit and encouragement from missional work being done somewhere else, the natural response is to respond in kind by putting forward resources, time, energy, encouragement toward that. And this isn't out of legal obligation. It's just the laws of nature. It's the, the, built into the law of God in terms of the natural response, the order of things. When someone is doing things to our benefit to spiritually enrich us, the natural response is to respond in kind back. And so this isn't tithing. This is a broader idea of what, what do we do when we receive such benefits? We respond in grace towards the person.